Welcome to Messages from the Middle. I'm Wendy Parrish. This is episode number 42, Tell Your Story. Have you noticed that people don't usually share their struggles until they're over? It's not until they've defeated their dragon and marched victoriously home that they share their story. Well, I'm not one of those people. My name is Wendy Parrish, and I am in the middle of my story. From the middle, I've learned a few things, and I would like to bring you into my story. This is the good, the struggle, the light, the dark, and the lessons learned. This is Messages from the Middle. Hello and welcome to Messages from the Middle, the podcast where we talk about mental health through a holistic lens. Here we talk about mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical health and how they all work together to create the best version of you. So how is 2024 going with everyone so far? We're about 10 days in and so far it's going well. I'm working on a declutter of my home or at least the spaces that I know need to be decluttered. And it's, it's a really hard task for me, actually. I really, really struggle with it. I keep thinking I'll go in and be completely unemotional and just do it. And I have a really hard time being completely unemotional, but I'm getting better. Maybe <laughs> we'll see. And I know when you struggle to declutter, it has so much to do with a scarcity mindset and moving to an abundance mindset is something that I've been working on for a very long time, but I'm surprised to realize how much harder it is than I thought because I really do believe so much about abundance and the law of abundance. And yet I just struggle with like, but what if I need it? I don't want to replace it. I don't all, all the things, but anyway, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. And that's not even what the podcast is about. So (laughs) that's just a little Wendy tangent. And I will try to avoid Wendy tangents as much as possible today. And we got a good one for you today. I want to talk about the self-discovery resilience, and transformative power of telling your story. I want to talk about the power of story to boost your mental health, whether you are in the beginning, the call to action, the middle, the big ordeal, or you're approaching that heroic return. Telling your story matters and telling your story is good for you And it's really good for other people. As we navigate the intricate pathways of the mind, we explore how, as you deal with your mental health, you may find yourself in your very own hero's journey. Just like in the legendary heroes of old, the tales of everyday warriors who embark on a quest, facing monsters, overcoming obstacles, and discovering your own inner strength. The hero's journey is a tale as old as time. It's a universal narrative that mirrors the human experience. It mirrors what it's like to be fighting a battle within yourself. So how does the hero's journey manifest in your life and in the lives of those navigating their mental health challenges? 
If we can learn to tell our story with courage and vulnerability, you can move that needle a little bit closer to creating a brighter tomorrow, again, for yourself and for others. In the midst of life's complexities, we often find ourselves in the middle of our own narrative, facing challenges that shape our journey. And today I want to unravel the art of sharing your story as a powerful tool to boost mental health. The simple act of sharing your experiences can be a beacon of hope, a lifeline to others navigating similar paths, and a healing force for your own soul. Your story is a bridge connecting us all in the middle of our collective journeys. And here are a few reasons why. Story is a fundamental part of being human. We are genetically wired for story. It's one of the things that makes us human. Stories have been told since the beginning of time. And judging by the way the stories that I heard as a kid and my parents probably heard as a kid and now my kids are telling, I'm sure there are stories being told today that were told around the campfires at the beginning of time. Stories help us to understand information and each other, and it makes that information memorable. Someone could mention that they're allergic to kiwis, and you might remember that, but if they tell you a story about the time that they ate a kiwi on a date and their face got all swollen and their tongue got all swollen and they couldn't talk and then they had to drink a bottle of Benadryl causing them to get all groggy and silly, you would remember that that person is allergic to kiwis. Similarly, stories have been used throughout time to teach messages in a more memorable way than just listing information or rules. Stories' most important function is to remind us that we are not alone in the world. Think about that one. How many times have you seen or heard someone as they tell their story and you think, it's not just me? Think about how powerful that moment was in your life. When I hear other women who were diagnosed with ADHD later in life, and they're telling their stories of what they experienced as a child, as a teen, as a college student, and it so similarly reflects my experience, there's so much comfort in knowing that I'm not alone. And I gotta say, I get so much joy and laughter from people sharing their experiences and relating to it and being like, oh my goodness, this is a thing. It's not just me. We do these things and they're silly and goofy and they cause some stress, but also it's kind of just what makes us us. So think about that in your life. When has someone shared an experience that is similar to something that you have gone through and it helps you to feel connected? And sometimes those stories are told through books, movies, TV shows. Sometimes maybe it's even a fictional person, but that's representation and that storytelling lets you know that there's other people out there that are aware of where you have been and what you have experienced. While I know that not everyone is comfortable taking a microphone and talking into it and just telling their story, It's still very important to find a way to tell your story, to write your story, 
to speak it to someone, and honestly, to record it in some way, either some sort of audio file or written journal. This stuff is very important for you to go back and listen to and or read and see where you've been and how far you've come. And it's also really important for other people. Writing your story helps you to organize all of the thoughts. It helps you to get all of those swirling thoughts and words and sentences in your brain and organize it and put it together. And honestly, there's just a huge power in getting it out of your head and onto the page. There are entire cultures today that still hand down the oral history from before there was a written language. How cool is that to know that story lives and survives and that its function continues to be served now and will continue to be served on and on and into the future? So how can crafting your narrative be a powerful act of self-care? Let's dive deeper into why expressing your thoughts and feelings through storytelling can be cathartic and an empowering experience. It's not just about the tale. It's about the healing journey it takes you on. So how do you start? Whether you're putting pen to paper or sharing your story verbally, let's discuss particular tips on how to articulate your experiences from journaling exercises to finding your authentic voice. I got you covered. Let's discover the freedom that comes with owning your narrative and learn how your story can be a beacon of hope for others in the middle of their own struggles. Let's start with journaling exercises. These are minimal that I'm going to offer here on the podcast. I want to let you know that there are so many other options available to you. A quick Google search can give you some guidance. One that I do pretty regularly, this is probably the only way that I am able to keep a pretty consistent journal, and that's gratitude journaling. That's five things from the last 24 hours that I am grateful for. That helps me to share a little bit of the story of each day. And it's surprising how much going back and rereading that opens my eyes and helps me to remember what was going on in my life at that time. Another thing that you can do is you can look up storytelling journal prompts. Just Google it. I'm going to tell you some that I found just from my quick um, Google search. (laughs) Save you a little bit of Googling time. But these are really great like things to start with a journal prompt. Tell a story of a scar. Think about that. Every scar you have has a story. Or every time you've gotten stitches, right? There's a story there. Another one, tell the story of the first time you learned to ride a bike. Who taught you? What was the bike like? How many times did you fall down? Tell the story of your favorite family tradition. Who started that tradition? How old were you when you learned about it? And how has it evolved over the years? Tell the story of the first time you met your best friend. How did you meet? How did you start talking to each other? What's the relationship like today? Tell the story of the time that you did something that made you feel really proud. What was that accomplishment? And why was it so important to you? 
Tell the story of a trip you once took with your family. Where did you go? What was it like? How did you feel upon your return? In the treatment center, we were asked to write an autobiography. And I've talked about this before. I refused to do it. (laughs) I got the lovely assignment instead of doing some paintings, some artwork. There's a whole reason why I refused to do it, but that's okay. And the prompts on that were, who is the villain in your story? Who is the hero of your story? What is your first memory of feeling? And then you put in a feeling that is very prominent in your life. Those prompts might be a little bit heavy for some people, and they might take you somewhere that's a little bit hard to deal with. They might take you somewhere that maybe you then need to take that story to therapy. And I think that's wonderful. Just be aware that that may be something you need to be prepared to do if you take on the heavier questions. But they're there. They're out there. You can just put in a Google journal prompts for self-discovery, journal prompts for telling my story. A little while ago, I bought my daughter. She's more of an artist. She likes to draw, not as much write. So I got her a journal at Target that has drawing prompts. And she loved that. And just so you know, art, drawing, songwriting, that's all a great way to tell your story if that's the way that story comes out of you. Now I want to talk about how to find your authentic voice. This one's a little bit, I'm sure there's a lot of different ways and opinions and things like that out there for you. This is mine. This is what I have worked through and I've come up with. I believe we find our authentic voice as we find what our core values are. And I've got great news for you. I have created a PDF freebie that has a list of, oh goodness, I want to say a hundred something values. And this is an exercise that you can use to find what your top 10 core values are. You go through the list and you'll put a check mark next to anything that's important to you. So now you've got it down to like 70. Then you're going to go through that and try to cut it in like half, maybe put two check marks and continue down that process of elimination until you get to 10 or so core values. And some may seem very related to you. Some may seem like they're very similar. So you can just like say, this word means all of these things to me. It's not like that one word is the only one. There's no rules, no regulations. There's not the values police, but it's a great place to start. Then you look at those values and then take a moment and see how you are doing at living into each of those values. What I have done then is write that value down and then draw a line underneath it. The left side of the line is zero. The far right side of the line is 10, 100, whatever. And then you decide where you are from zero to 10 as far as living into those values. And then you start to write your story. Why is that value important to you? Why are you living so deeply into that value right now? Why aren't you living into that value right now? That helps you find your own self. And I say authentic voice, but there's so many different ways that we are authentic 
in our voice, in our actions, in our deeds. But if we find our core values and where we want to be and live from and be known for, then we will start to show through our words and our deeds what our authentic voice is. And it will start to show up more and more as we live and as we tell our story. So we don't all share the same experiences. Everyone has their own stories and their own different experiences, but we all share a similar array of emotions and hopes and fears. We can use story to create an internal narrative that helps us make sense of the world. Sharing personal stories can provide hope, inspiration, and a sense of connection for others facing similar struggles. Everyone has a story. Now it's time to share yours. Here are a few examples illustrating how sharing your story can offer hope. Overcoming adversity. You can share your journey of overcoming a challenge, whether it's mental health, a life setback, or a personal crisis. Explain the specific steps you took to navigate through the difficult difficulties, showcasing your resilience and determination. Emphasize the positive changes that resulted from your perseverance, giving others a roadmap for their own struggles. You can show in your story how you navigated mental health challenges. Openly discuss your experiences with mental health issues, breaking down the stigma surrounding these conditions. Share the coping mechanisms, therapies, or lifestyle changes that have been effective in managing your mental health. By revealing your ongoing journey, you provide a realistic perspective and show that it's possible to live a fulfilling life despite mental health challenges. Share your story of building resilience in the face of loss. If applicable, share how you coped with loss, whether it's loss of a loved one, a job, or a dream. Illuminate the grieving process and how you gradually found strength and resilience. Acknowledge that healing is a journey, and even in the face of profound loss, there is hope for rebuilding a meaningful life. Overcoming stigmatization. Discuss instances where you faced societal stigmatization due to mental health or other personal factors. Describe how you confronted and challenged stereotypes, fostering understanding and empathy. Your story can become a beacon for others who feel marginalized or misunderstood, offering them a sense of validation and community. And last, share your small victories. Highlight the small, everyday victories that might seem trivial, but are significant in the context of personal struggles. Illustrate how celebrating small achievements contributed to your overall well-being. Emphasize that progress is often incremental, and every step forward, no matter how small, is a triumph worth acknowledging. By weaving these elements into your storytelling, you can offer hope, guidance, and encouragement to those who find themselves in the middle of their own struggles. Your authenticity and vulnerability can create powerful connection with whoever you are writing for. 
letting people know that they are not alone in their journey. And just a heads up, I'm going to create social media posts for each of these items because hearing them is one thing, but it is nice to read them and take that into consideration. And I want to challenge you to take one of these prompts, maybe a week, and write something on it. And maybe some of these don't apply to you, but I'd be willing to bet every single one of us has something in every single one of these categories that we can share, that we can open our own eyes and see our own small victories, see what we have overcome and see how far we have come from the hardest parts, from our lowest lows. And we might think we are low now, but maybe we realize that we have moved forward and we have taken a step towards improvement every single day. I want your story to become a message of resilience and compassion and strength. So stay with me. Let's stay together and embark on a journey and use this transformative power of storytelling to boost and improve our mental health. Let's do that together. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm so grateful for the time that you spend with me, and I hope that you got some information and some value from this. And if you could do me a favor, if you have gotten any value or information, something that has helped you as you've listened to this podcast, it would be a huge help to me if you could leave me a rating and a review in Apple or Spotify or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. And the most important message that I can leave with you today is that you matter and that you are loved no matter who you are or where you are in your story. Thank you so much. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining me in the middle of my story. My theme music is White Linen by Asher Child. He's my kid. You can find all of his amazing music on all streaming platforms. And you know, it just wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't ask you to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. But seriously, it would really mean so much to me if you did. Thank you so much and see you next time. When I'm walking.